yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of It's Not That Deep, bro, and we're back with another full-on course episode, where right now we've got our own 24-7 studio alumni, Ellis Turner, how you doing, bro? Pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. That's what Although I, like I will hear. say, That's what I, like I don't know hear. what that word means. What? What word? Alumni. 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 So it's alumni. like um, alumni is like an associated partner. Yeah. Wow. That makes me feel special. You're, Thank you very you much. Are. You are special. I'm special. You're, you're an That's affiliate. That's not the first time That's I've right. heard that. You're an affiliate. That's right. Um, yeah. This we've is got episode 41, ladies and gentlemen. 41. Ellis is in... Many bands. He's a man of many talents. He's in Heart Source. He's in Dad Jokes. He's uh, available on street corners late night. Um, <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you here, Ellis. Thank you very much. It's an honour to be here. You know I'm a very big fan of your uh, podcast. I listen to it most nights. Are All you re ready? To hit the fucking Randy Master. <laughs> yes, I'm fucking out. motherfucker. Can I you swear? Oh, fucking yeah. yeah. Fuck! <laughs> sorry. Like a fucking five-year-old getting told to fucking swear for the first time. <laughs> All right, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do this for you, new listeners. Out Randy there. Master. This Why is, is the, Randy the Randy Master, Master. Five Thousand, because it ra randomly randomizes a film from our repertoire. That's clever. That we have. That's clever. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Randy Master is been upgrading from 3,000 to 5,000 <laughs> because we're moving up in the world, motherfuckers. Yes! Yeah! I am pumped today. So, I'm ready for this shit. We're Let's gonna, do this. We're going to do a countdown. Ellis, okay. would you like to press the button? I feel like Martin's energy is rubbing off on me already. Good, so, good. Uh, would you like to have the honour of pressing the Randy Master? It'd be an absolute honour. Please. Come Thank forward. you very much. So we'll right. Here we go. Right, on the you, count. You ready? Not, not a moment later, not a moment Five, too soon. Okay. Four, three, two, one. And the film we are watching is... Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Ooh. Doctor Strange Love. Okay. Oh, this sounds good. 1964, Stanley Kubrick. Wait. We're going to have a fucking good time. Uh, wait. We're gonna have... have you heard about this? I have seen this film. Um, You've oh. seen it? It is. It's one of my wow. favourite films. Wow. That's... Okay. How, how excited is it? Are you not allowed to give any I'm details I'm very away? excited to watch this film. <laughs> with, is is with the you film people. exciting? The with film you itself people. Is there, is there you a... people. With you people. You people. My good I'm friends. Sick of, sick of your shit. I'm... I am a person. I'm a human being. All right? With my... With my... <laughs> He's a human being. <laughs> I'm excited to watch this film with my good friends. Go get yourself a copy of Doctor Strange. We're going to by Stanley Kubrick, and we will see you on the other side. Peace out, motherfucker. We're gonna have a coffee. Well, people, we are back. 
at it again with another film done, dusted, and watched. Doctor Strange, love. That's right. Oh, wow, boys, we're here with Alice Turner. We're hot off the heels of the Stanley Kubrick 1964 war epic. Let's jump in, Alice Turner. What did you think of that film? Well, if it, if I was choosing to watch a film, mm. I'm not sure if it would be my uh, first choice. Although It wouldn't be a film was... that you'd naturally gravitate no, to. No, I'm not. Why? Well, not that I'm like... Obviously, it's interesting, but I'm not super. I don't know. War, super war, war, war isn't. So like, war films aren't my usual go to. Yeah, normal go to. Yeah. But I feel like this film has a uh, satirical element. Oh yeah, the, I I prefer the the co- the comedy element than. Although it was interesting to learn about some stuff and like. Um, Obviously, any of these actors still alive? Yeah. Does that the one guy that looked like a perfect mix between Christopher Eccleston and Tom Tom that Hanks? That was the uh, the British sergeant. This film, um, the one of the African American guys in the plane, yeah, is the voice of Darth Vader and Mufasa oh, from no The way. Lion King, James Earl Jones. Wow. Is he sad? An endless stream of information. I know James Earl Jones. Is very old. I don't know if he's still alive. But um Let's look it up. Come well, on. Whilst I do that, mine, yeah. what did you think of the film? Uh I had a very weird feeling about the comedy. But and the whole like war War never changes. And mm. um But I found it very funny. So, yeah, I mean, it's a weird thing to mix uh, war and comedy together, you know. So James Earl Jones is still alive and he's 90 years old, born in 1931. Wow. Absolute madness. Magnificent. Um, And yeah, Dr. Strangelove shows what would happen in Stanley Kubrick's estimations if nuclear war were to occur circa 1950. Five. When did this? When did this film come out? This film came out in the 1960s, but it's showing what happened directly after World War Two, which was like the Cold War. So it's based around some real uh, idea if it if it did. Yeah, the people that grew up in the Cold War lived in constant fear that nuclear annihilation was coming. So in school, you'd be taught to get under your table if the bomb siren went off, and there'd be nuclear shelters, and it was this whole kind of trying to make nuclear annihilation seem fun for the families. Like, <laughs> everyone go down to the shelter. Yeah, I mean, I've seen so a few shelters in back gardens. I mean, like, yeah, that's... even still that are but you saw, pr- you preserved saw, today. You saw how, like, stupid the codes are. Like, oh, yeah. oh, if you use this code, every single person in that section will go radio silent and nobody can talk to them, and they have to bomb that place. Well, That's like the dumbest shit I've ever heard. I suppose what I would say I love about this film is the fact that it brings politicians, military generals, down to a, a level we level. can all understand, like a human level. Yeah, because I can't imagine they actually act like, uh, well, very I've, similar towards that. But they like to give off, you know, politicians and all it. 
it's high high ranking stuff you know there's an air of pomp and circumstance around politicians yeah. and whatnot but i don't think it's true we're all human i think this film shows something closer to reality yeah but <laughs> yeah, like how how crazy he went like uh, what jack ripper yeah, D- Sergeant Jack Ripper. Yeah, he was like. Uh, he well, was we, just learn. Gone. we learn. We learn. Is air. this the guy that the f- shot himself? Shut. Yeah, shut, shut the base down. Oh right, okay, got you. Yeah, and the fluids guy. The fluids guy. Yeah, the yeah, guy that shot himself in the head. Yeah. Well, yeah. he explains it perfectly. He says, <laughs> "Protected his fluids in the throes <laughs> of sexual <laughs> intimacy." <laughs> Afterwards, he had. A, a terribly insecure feeling, and he decided that that insecure feeling of um, post, <laughs> for lack of a better word, post ejaculation sort of <laughs> melancholy, he decided that that could not have originated within himself, and it no. must be those damn Ruskies. It's that masculinity <laughs> yeah, all over again. Take, isn't exactly. Taking so, my fluids. Te- like, and no. Affecting my no. precious bodily fluids. No. So you can see. Like, I love how the military is portrayed in this film. All the military men are, like, so... Um, Gone high about everything. Well, yeah, they're so set in their ways and, like, aggressive about how they implement things, but then it doesn't take much to disturb them at all. <laughs> like, they, they get easily... Very thin layer. They yeah. Are, but they, they are, act so tough. <laughs> they are trained to be that robot. But it's, you know I mean? Buzz Lightyear is my favourite example of this like type of character because he's meant to be this big, tough spaceman and all it takes is for Woody to tell him, like, you're a toy and he's like, <gasps> don't you get it? I'm Mrs. Nesbitt. And he's, like, wearing a hat and, <laughs> yeah. like, just completely loses his mind. And it's like, you're meant to be this tough spaceman. Like, I think it says a lot, you know? you know. It does about these military... The... the, the the manliest men are usually the, you know... The They're most insecure. Yeah. Or those Absolutely. who are ready to show their bravado. Goodbye, Rich. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Rich Cook. Um, the ones that are most willing to show their bravado normally have the greatest insecurities. Yeah. Uh, uh, from... Experience. experience. Yeah, experience. Yeah, I mean, just of being right. alive. That's yeah. what I've noticed. Seen that, yeah, definitely. And um, I love that that's shown. I love the dialogue between the president and the Russian prime minister yeah. and how it's almost like a, a boyfriend girlfriend. So, <laughs> yeah. Dimitri. Oh, Dimitri. Yeah. No. There's no need to get <laughs> to be rash about this, Dimitri. We can... It's a friendly call. Yeah, it's <laughs> it wouldn't be a call if. Uh, it wasn't. <laughs> and I get so sick of watching politics on the television like they don't have feelings like are shown in this yeah. film. Well, it's the whole idea of, uh, oh, you know, leadership should be like strong and... You strong know, and strong direct. Strong and direct. But really, yeah, it's all... We're all, like, working with the same material. Like, we're all human and we like yeah. to think that we're all very different within that, but... No, I think, well, it's like when you you grow to meet anyone and you get close to them, you find out they're the same. You, like you, Any I, person that you viewed from a, a far point and then they've came into your life, and you're like, oh. From you're afar, like, they can enchant yeah. you. You yeah. can, like, conjure up all these images about an individual and they almost seem bigger than a person could ever be sort of thing. And the closer you get to an individu- individual, you get to a point where you're like, oh, 
It's the same. They shit and piss just the same. Yeah, you you're know? like... The... like. Although, it, that is not... It's not shown in film very often. It's hard to think of them going for a, a piss or a shit or being like, actually, can I... Can I just leave this meeting for a second? I mean, that's like a classic thing people say about films to like nitpick. Like, oh, I never see Superman go for a shit. I would like to see Superman. Well, <laughs> I don't know. What? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, I feel like that. that's because it, it's never going to show that. No. It's a, if you, if yeah. you're going to... I feel like it's implied. I think the... the <laughs> yeah, yeah, it I, is. I completely agree with your point. It was nice to see people in... Because this obviously is a very... Far away from Wait. any of whatever we do, I guess we're. We yeah, do yeah. see them shit. But I don't know any people like that. But the. Oh. <laughs> or like people that work in the military or. The conversation oh, right, yeah. that would go down between. To, to, to sort, like, there's a certain sort of like. Oh, that's that's big boy. That's adults. Yeah, yeah. But the conversations that go down are the same as the conversations like we'd have regarding yeah. like setting this podcast up or negotiating any sort of situation sort of thing it the, there's no magic like humans mm. are humans and we, we probably know like the scope of what conversation can yeah that's it absolutely oh well they probably have to keep up some well who knows who knows what goes on in that it's a definitely it's a, who knows <laughs> what in the army no in the in the the vast and uh, uh, upper the complexes scale. of society, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the upper echelons of yeah. society, yeah. the upper classmen. And yeah. I love the British, like how British people, the British sergeant was portrayed. He's so mild mannered and yeah, compared to this. Do you remember his name? Craig. Oh, I can't. This is the second time I've seen this film. But <laughs> I, I, I don't remember. Martin Lionel who, Martin. Who was your Who was your favorite character? Uh, is, is, is there anyone you were drawn to? Mm, I really. <laughs> I really like that fucking, um, is it general? Uh, <laughs> Ripper. No. Oh, it's the the guy that with the mustache. I forgot his name. The guy, the guy that was there with the fluids guy. Wow. Obviously. No, 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 no. Oh, you him, mean the other army with the big board? The one, yeah, the yeah, the one talking <laughs> to the president. Yeah, but, his, but the big his... board, the big. Um, that's like he a, just it made he made me fucking laugh. That's such <laughs> a famous line and his disbelief. Uh, that's what I mean. How they can be in this room that's meant to be Harold the War Room, and it's meant to be like the center <laughs> Pentagon, where there's all this technology and information, but it still just comes down to he can't come in here. He'll yeah. see the big board, <laughs> and they're like, "What are they say?" Like, What's I've funny? Never se- I've never seen much this much fighting in the war room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's so what? Oh, that's what I was silly. Just about to say. It's silly like, business. Yeah. It's almost like being back in like school, yeah. and how problems are dealt with back in school to an extent, like on a real basic level. Like, gentlemen, stop acting so silly <laughs> in the war room. <laughs> Weren't you telling me about this film that Stanley Kubrick had? an award because they saw how... No, no, okay, so Ellis, oh. midway through this film, asked during... There's there's numerous scenes of planes flying through the sky. Yeah. And you asked... If it, if they were real. Do you think that's real? <laughs> do you think they're real? Now, that's an interesting question because I'm assuming you asked that question because they don't look very real. They do real. not look real. No, they, they look don't like, look real. Um, tall, like, you know, little... Planes, yeah. Uh, what... What do you call Toy them? planes. Like, like FX models. 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 FX models. Right, yeah, that's the one. FX models. But the inside of the planes looked pretty cool, didn't it? 
Yeah. yeah. They, they look, look like, like legit. Proper. Yeah. So, what happened there? I don't know what you know about Stanley Kubrick. He made films like 2001 A Space Odyssey, The Shining, Eyes Wide Shut, Full Metal Jacket. I've only just orange. heard of his name today, actually. I'm not. You heard of any of those films? I've heard of The Shining. Yeah, so he, he's kind of well known, but he's probably my favourite filmmaker of all time. Yeah. Just because he gives a fuck about every single detail of what is happening. It, it's crazy because back in, well, when was it, 60? This was 64. I mean, like, the everything with a lot of things going around around there there was mm. well it it they looked a bit it looked a bit more tacky whereas all of this all the shots it, and everything was pristine it was I'm, really nice i'm glad know? to hear you say and that even the, with the text and everything it's like usually a tacky text would come yeah in, but it was all pretty pretty elegant you know kubrick's like a trendsetter yeah in that sense he's like anything he does looks pretty beautiful mm. um but he also makes large strides in social commentary and anything that he makes like it's it's got a message that he's trying to like get across what do you think the message of this one was the message of this film is that all this sort of upper echelon society that's been made out to be put on such a pedestal and out of our region we're the normal common people and all of that is fucking bullshit yeah <laughs> and we are like people we're across the, the board yeah. sort of thing the the uh, the war room scene was going to end in the original cut with a custard pie fight. That's the <laughs> level that he was on making this. So film. you've read yeah. up on this. And I know a lot yeah. about this. Yeah, film. yeah. The, yeah. So yeah. The plane scenes that I was uh, going to talk about. He asked the army, "Can I use the plane?" No way. Like the actual one, B fifty two bomber. The band B fifty two named themselves after it, and um, they said no. <laughs> because if we were to show that plane on screen, the damn Ruskies would know what those planes look like. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. The board, the big board. So Stanley Kubrick thought, hmm, how am I going to get around this issue? And he bought hundreds of issues of flight magazines, plane magazines, that featured photos of these planes. And from photos of this B-52 plane, he reconstructed what the plane would look like from the outside and inside. He's a madman. That is but insanity. It, it is insane, but, you know, the, the man loves his art, and obviously. The US government was so impressed by that feat that later on <laughs> in his career, he got to use... So when... I don't know if you're... Um, you must have heard of the concept of the moon landing being faked. Yeah. yeah and yeah, being yeah. filmed. So Stanley Kubrick is the main contender for the filming of the moon landing. What they think that he they think <laughs> yeah, that he directed yeah. it. Yeah. So wow. and the the reasoning behind this is because when they went to the moon, they filmed it, and that's yeah. the footage that we all know. But because light's different on the moon, obviously camera lenses are made for Earth conditions, mm. but on the moon, light works slightly differently. So a lens has a thing called an aperture, and that pertains to how much light the lens lets in. Yeah, and that will be uh, measured by what's called an f-stop. So, like, yeah, yeah, I know, uh, not a great deal, but I know a little bit about. Uh, yeah, so the lower the f-stop, the more light the camera lets in, uh, the lens lets in. Sorry. Yeah. So I think the l lowest kind of commercial lens you can buy would be like a one point two aperture, maybe mm. something like that. The lenses that 
the main lens company, Carl's Weiss, I think is, I don't know how you pronounce that last name, but they had to make special lenses for the Apollo crew to use. And they had like an aperture of like 0.4 or something like that, like the widest aperture ever made for these special lenses because of how bright the sun was. Right, okay. Stanley Kubrick then used these lenses in one of his films where... Uh, in called Barry Lyndon, which was set in medieval times, and he wanted to shoot scenes that were only lit with candles. Um, and you'll know from filming that, like, you need like loads of lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for it. some reason lenses are like darker than the human eye. Is it that? Yeah, that's interesting, actually. Um, that is very interesting. Yeah, or maybe it's because we like adapt to that situation. So yeah, then the eye. Yeah, the, the, the and how does it look? How does can't. it look with the can with the the shots? I mean, the it's an absolutely fantastically really? shot film. Wow, it's like twice the length of that film, and it's uh, twice the length. It's like a three and a half hour long film. How long did? Yeah. How long is he? Is he? Is he? So when was the last Kubrick's film last film that he ever made? I just highly... Well, we've already covered it on this podcast, but I highly recommend anyone go watch Eyes Wide Shut. I think I heard you talking about this the other day, actually. Eyes Wide Shut's one of my favourite films of all time, and he made it in 1999. And then he died a week before it was finished. So they finished it without him, sort of thing. The only film of his that was finished without his final blessing. Wow. And it's about a satanic orgy at a high-ranking celebrity slash... Uh, royalty yeah royalty sort of situation and it features Tom Cruise slightly different vibe to this yeah <laughs> all his just films are just a little bit yeah, yeah they all have some sort of like social statement yeah to sort of make and um, and then I suppose my last point about what I love about this film is just how frivolously nuclear annihilation is spoken about in this group of <laughs> the people. Bah! They're just talking right. about like millions, billions of people's lives like yeah. it's like... Oh, it's nothing. nothing. <laughs> it's like, well, we yeah. could get away with a modest death toll of yeah. 2.4 million. <laughs> Compared to 150 million. Do you think that's million. how they think? You think yeah. That, well, well, you've got... I imagine to manage a country, you, ha- you have to think about that when it's good and bad. So like if you're bringing in a new library system, you'd think, oh, this is going to affect 5.9 million children to become budding readers but then if you were conducting a war you're dealing with the same numbers just everyone different things are happening to those numbers yeah but like that's everyone not like just children at at least do you know what I mean like yeah well it's every person child whatever mum yeah I'm just saying that when you are running and managing a country by the nature of it, whatever you do, you're dealing with a load of fucking people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really thought much about it, to be honest with you. You've opened up a... <laughs> a new door. In your well, head. I thought it was interesting it's what you said the at head. the beginning, like, because a lot of... Obviously, as a young person coming into this world, especially, like, when I was growing up, the like, the Iraq war was happening and stuff like that, but we mm. don't really have, like, a war like that now to... Uh, all focus on so the young people of the world are very much like fuck that war shit like what's yeah. that like even carefree like, now even yeah. more carefree focusing about war it's like why even bother doing that sort of thing yeah and I get that I'm attitude. definitely in 
on that attitude. Yeah. To some degree. I completely understand that. But then the reasons why we had such a thing as a world war, it's pretty, like, important that we go back and pay attention to the human behaviour that led to that happening Absolutely. to make sure. Yeah, that doesn't ha- you know, if, if we can help it, not happen yeah. again. Because we've just seen, like, literally something... All of that happened because of a male's insecurity. Yeah, I mean, like, we've got to the point now that because everyone has nuclear weapons... I mean, well, fingers crossed it doesn't happen. Yeah, because and, now, and now we're, people are way more greedy as well. Like, before, like, maybe back in the 60s just or 50s, just after the war, people are, like, more conscious because they're like, oh, okay, it just happened, like, 10 years ago. We've got to keep watch. And if it happened, we well, don't that, want it to watch it again. That's why people then, were allowed to be so scared of Russians. Like, because as soon as World War II ended, it was like... Now what? And the the American government quickly shifted their focus from Germany to Russia because yeah. they were like the biggest power. So it was. But right now, people are like, it hasn't happened. It's so long that they're more likely to be more greedy with it. They're like, oh, maybe if we just take them out anyway, we'll just get that piece of land. Uh, after after a few years, it'll be livable again, or all that shit. Do you know what I mean? Like. So it's if it happens now, it's all gonna be to do with money, either that or, or power. Yeah, power. Yeah, well, <laughs> power. yeah. That, well, that kind of brings us round to the main the 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 name of this film, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, love. Which is weird because well, we've not spoken about this. No, character. I mean, what we haven't well, spoken about this character at all, actually. Of which is not, because <laughs> he didn't even come into question like more than fifty minutes into yeah. the film. I mean, I didn't think all much of, of him sudden. to be honest with you. I, I mean, until he started doing that weird thing with his arm, I couldn't quite make out what he was trying to do. That's a lie. Um, but um, the, you must have had Tourette's. That well, I think like he a, was trying to do tick. some sort of sign. So, uh, well, he's saluting Hitler. Yeah, because he he's a nice. So the whole background behind him even being at that table would be because of a very real thing that happened as the war ended. The U.S. government initiated something called Operation Paperclip, and what that was, and the Russian government did the exact same thing. I've read it before, but I don't know the name of their operation. But the the point of these operations were to scoop up what was left of the Nazi empire in lieu of Hitler dying and the whole thing ending. Mm-hmm. Because I guess the implication at this point is that the Germans, although they lost the war, they did have like better technology. Yeah, we just like managed to fucking stop them implementing that technology because they had uh, something called the V1 and the V2 rockets and they were the first ever rockets that you could type in a, a, co- a grid coordinate. Okay. And, and they just go there. It go there, which is like using the wow. first version of the internet. Yeah. And it is pretty... Jeez, pretty mad, yeah. Man. It's pretty out there tech. And that's just what we know about as well. There's a whole smattering of what they could have been working on. Mate, you got all the the dark 
top secrets of the military with well, the paperclip. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? The Doctor Strangelove character is based upon this premise that he was a Nazi scientist and he worked for them and then he's come to America. There's a line of dialogue with the general where he's like, what sort of name is Strange Love? And he's like, it's changed. It used to be Goishlib or something, yeah, something, yeah. something like yeah. that. And that's in reference to Paperclip, that he used to be a Nazi. So he, well, it was he It'll trying to... It'll be a fucking weird trying, name so, to fucking think about, like Dr. Strange. Well, I'm just going to show you this clip. Let's just... Uh, this is rarely something we do, show a clip. But, yeah. Uh, I, feel, I feel like it's relevant. You should put that clip in... The description of this. Yeah. So if anyone wants to watch what we're about to watch, just type in Man in Space Disney and what you will be greeted with is this. Of course, to build a rocket ship. The second and no less important is to prepare and train the men who are to fly the future. Now. Compared to the unmanned instrument rocket, this Can anyone detect the accent? Yeah. yeah, Canadian. No. Isn't it? No. Oh, wait. German. German. So this is a Disney production. Right. 1955. The man you are looking at is called Werner von Braun. And in 1955, he has stood at Disneyland presenting Walt Disney's Man in Space, talking about how America will reach the moon by 1960. In 1935, he was the head of Penny Monday's rocket factory in Germany, which regularly hung Jews outside of the factory. And he's here he is, standing on... T- there he is. Talking and about rockets. He was responsible for putting us on the moon. Wow. So that kind of puts everything into... Perspective. Uh, yeah, so a question, <laughs> doesn't it? Um that character that you, Doctor Strangelove is based on Werner von Braun as a whole character. And this, uh, you, re- you research into this and that's what people have, or... Yeah, definitely. Is it just a... No, no, no. Stanley Kubrick will talk at length about Paperclip. Right, okay. And the whole thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, Kubrick's very sort of read up on on those more hidden elements of World War Two. What do you think about that situation? This, which situation? The, this guy. Oh, this this guy yeah. here. Yeah, this oh, guy. Oh, right. Here, okay. Yeah. What do you think about Werner von Braun? <laughs> yeah, like the whole. I don't think he should. I don't think he should be doing shit for Disneyland. We wouldn't have been on the moon. Though. <laughs> oh, that's true. You know. Oh, I mean, we would have got on the moon at some point. So you know. We, should we have applied his talents? Oh, I don't know. Uh, that's this is a very good question. It's a very human. Like that's that's that's, that's something that somebody I had to know. deal with. Oh, imagine having point. to deal and with be like, that. What, what do we do? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, God. Because he hung Jews. He shouldn't, yeah. no. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't have had these opportunities. Like, he, sh- he should have been in prison. Or, but then, and it's a difficult position to put yourself in. Cause there's, Get someone else to put us on the moon. The it word would have been better. The word <laughs> Nazi is a very triggering word in the sense that like you can watch like a Louis Theroux documentary on the modern day Nazis, and they're all Southern American. People. Yeah. But the Nazi of, like, actual Nazi Germany, you've got to think that when they became a Nazi, there was no preconception of a Nazi. So it was, like, this new thing. 
it's like a political movement coming yeah. in. And you'd be oh, like, absolutely, yeah. Like, like was... oh, the Nazi party. And you'd have to make a, an honest decision whether yeah. you were going to become a Nazi or not. Because, yeah, the, I but mean, the you... Nazi, start, Nazi party started before all of the shit. It was running like the, the 20s. Yeah, it was, it so was... like before then it was probably just, but maybe it was just then, a party, wasn't it? Yeah, but maybe then they were like, if you don't... So they, the... they want to join you. It's like, okay, cool. You give them time. Then once you have more power, and then obviously when Adolf Hitler took over, well, that's kind whatever. of what it, what happened is that it, they gained large numbers of people, and didn't have very sort of uh, harmful policies. But once they gathered a large amount of people, then they just flipped the whole thing. That's when like yeah. the fucking ghetto started happening, and and, the, and then they said, oh, maybe then that's when they said to this guy, oh. If you don't join us, we'll kill you. Well, that's the whole thing about like people like von Braun. It's like he he lived until like he lived up until like nineteen eighty in America as a citizen. That's mad. So, I wonder how he felt about things. Well, <laughs> I mean, not to get too deep, but we talk about this stuff off mic. Um, I won't go too deep into it. But the apparent assistant of one of von Braun is a lady called Carol Rosin. Okay. And she is a huge advocate for UFOs. And she says that Werner von Braun was very read into all of that. No way. Really? She's a crazy lady. She did... I've seen pictures of her and that man together. I can right. say that. That's pretty mad. Whether what, what else she says is, is accurate, I don't know. But she definitely did know that man. And that yeah. man definitely put us on the moon. So it's pretty... And he, he was interested in UFOs, was he? Well... Did he mention the, uh, the old tic-tac <laughs> no, 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 this is way. This is way. This is pre way before TikTok. We're talking about when was the TikTok footage? I have no idea, so I could be. be what is the TikTok? I've shown footage. you the, the like. Oh, the the, the the thing moving around. FF seventeen super yeah. hornet footage of the USS Nimitz UFO TikTok encounter was shot in <laughs> two thousand four in August. All oh, right, far off then. You yeah. Didn't even make it. There is it. a whole mythos around Nazi UFOs and the idea Nazi that they, UFOs. What's next? That's a whole. Oh, bloody that's hell. a whole world of. <laughs> Why are they UFOs? <laughs> well, Nazi disc-shaped craft. Okay, and I can even substantiate these claims. There was a. You ever played Medal of Honor? Medal of Honor. On the PS1 and I 2. I think I did, actually. They're like pre-Call of Duty war games. Medal of Honor, yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Medal of Honor Frontline, um, the last level of that game, you steal a experimental aircraft that the Nazis were working on called the Horton Ho. Okay. And you know how you see stealth bombers and they're shaped like triangles, mm. those triangular planes? They're, they look quite new, don't they? Yeah. Um, the Germans were working on them like back in the 30s. Um, they were just testing out experimental aircraft. Um, right, okay. So we know that for a fact. Like, we know that they were working on, like, aircrafts of shapes that, like, the British and the Americans weren't thinking of, mm -hmm. sort of thing. Not the not usual type. So that's public information, and that has led to these rumours of disc-shaped aircraft yeah. and such. They definitely also had those rockets, and that could be grid-coordinated. And I shall also point out that the first ever photo of space was when the Americans captured these Nazi rocket bases and they strapped a camera to one of these rockets that the Nazis had built and flew into space. 
So there's a uh, there's a load of stuff that like it's complicated, isn't it? A lot of lot of shit went on. There's a load of stuff that wouldn't have happened had those people not, coincided, not done what yeah. they'd done, sort of thing. So yeah. we're in a position now where we're all like benefiting from. The yeah. chaos. But I mean, like, surely it was only a matter of time till it happened anyway. You well, know someone I mean? was going to do <laughs> yeah, it, someone, weren't they? Yeah, we were obviously going to go on the moon anyway. But then, I, and someone was definitely yeah. going to do it. And we were in the way, but like, if the whole like war didn't happen, Cause it, well, it would have pro- it would have probably been Germany. That's yeah. what I would have. Yeah, because I mean, I guess they would have. Everybody yeah. was fighting towards being the first country on the moon. Yeah, right? like, yeah. This, but I guess that's the whole well the thing, capitalism and everything else uh, that um, it's the it's the competitiveness that makes you um, progress happen quicker well yeah (laughs) there is that sort of idea of it's interesting because post World War 2 obviously like in Britain we think that we won World War 2 You know, that's like a... I could say that in a pub and everyone would go, <laughs> yeah. yeah! But... Um, do you know what Sputnik is? I've heard <clears> that name. Sputnik that- is the first object to be put into space by humans. Right, okay. And yeah. the Russians did that first. They were the first ones to put an object in space. That's before we put a man on the moon or anything like that. Now, that caused in the UK what was called the Sputnik Crisis... And that was the British people. Yeah. So the British people didn't think that Russia was capable like, of such a thing. Sounds like a, a shortage of potatoes. <clears throat> it does. That's you read my mind. Right yeah. That's an Irish. <laughs> Finally, thing. some yeah. sense. That's an Irish <laughs> thing. But um, the British people were thought so much of themselves we just won World War 2 like we are big yeah. egos yeah. we're yeah. Billy Big Bollocks yeah. <laughs> yeah dog complex and then on. Russia just put something my dad's bigger than you <laughs> yeah and then Russia put something into the sky and we're all like what and that is why you can see like this big fear of Russia in this film because yeah. and the propaganda I suppose that vodka <laughs> they only drink <laughs> I, I love vodka the whole joke water. on the internet about Russia is like in Russia, you don't drink vodka. Vodka drinks you. I've seen a lot of r- like, uh, Russian people drinking vodka on the internet, but that's not me. Well, it is yeah, there. You know, I've, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen there's no do smoke. Cr- crazy shit. There's it's no, quite entertaining. There's no, smoke. <laughs> there's no smoke without fire. It's true. That's what I think. Um, and there's no fire without smoke. Hang on. Think about that one. <laughs> <laughs> What could be? I don't think that's true. That's not true. You can do take, it right take that, now. Take, take that one home with you. <laughs> You've got sm- smoke in your pocket right now, without well, fire. Yeah, it's not smoke, is it? It's a. That's that's vapor. That's completely different. Uh, completely different state. Potato, man. potato. Oh, oh, okay, so okay. you start. You start. You start lighting something. If you slight, smoke comes out instantly. Which came first, the smoke or the fire? The smoke or the fire. So there's a very question, Alice. I like that. that the re- fire, obviously. The fire. I like that realm of thought. No, it's not obvious. Why? Because it's an instant. Actually, <laughs> maybe it's smoke. Hmm. We should test it. 
Uh, Ellis. Well, t- what I was going to say is I'm glad that you, in watching this film, you can see that, number one, politicians and all this big boy adult stuff that we've been taught to be like scared of as young people in this world. Or not scared yeah. of, just like it's above us. Although, I'm thinking like being born into a class and then being put in a, a very powerful position mm. would definitely have an effect on your ego. And you how know? you... So who who's to say that they don't... They're not all bigged up and like... They're like... like they probably live their life much different to the way that we live our lives. Which very is... true, but then to have something like... Um, the sergeant's insecurity after sex. Oh, absolutely. As in the, the, the essence. The essence <laughs> of a human being. Yeah. <laughs> the essence of, of it, being yeah. Being a human being. Yeah, that, that doesn't change. That, I, I can't imagine. Anyway. That's why I think this film is like a must-watch for anybody. Because yeah. people can live in such fear of the powers that be. Yeah. Sort of thing. But they're just fucking human. I mean, I, yeah. to be honest, our current prime minister is... is, is, is uh, a, a, a lizard. He's a lizard. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to say it. I seen him. I seen him. I He's seen got a zip him. on the back he's of his neck. He's a lizard. <laughs> he's got a tail. So Whatever he is, he's a pretty good indication that we yeah. are all just human. Absolutely, but maybe it'd be better if we Way. wore that... Uh, on our sleeves. On our rather, sleeves a uh, bit uh, more. It's, you know, because... How would like, we do that? Well, well hiding just, it creates these like, insecurities. Hiding yeah. that we're if, human. If we just owned up. No, hiding that we're not human and trying to yeah. be something like a god, like a military oh, right. or yeah. a prime minister. Because, like, I mean, like, my favourite prime minister of I know, I know of is the New Zealand prime minister. She seems very... She seems very adept. Very very, I've never seen. I've never seen at all. Seems, well, from what from face value, really, I haven't mm. done much research. But like, she seems very down to earth. So it shows that you don't have to put on this act of strength all the time. Obviously, she's very strong. She's possibly a very strong leader or whatever. But mm. the way that she holds herself is not like she's very adaptable. Yeah. That's it. And it's not that typical yeah. politician. I mean, yeah. To be honest, she, she's a mum as well. So. It's what I'm looking for in a politician. <laughs> That's what I'd look for in, in if if anyone's going to lead the country, I'd want them to, you know, just be it, more. The human. thing is, <laughs> you want a lot in a politician because I want someone that excites me. But yeah. then to only want that, you result in a candidate like Donald Trump, and I don't want that. So I want them to excite me. I want them to be a relatable individual. But then if they're too relatable, you've got. Boris Johnson, so I don't yeah. want. But then again, that. wouldn't it be good if they were just a normal person that's didn't have all the thrills? Maybe they they are literally a deadpan, not so neurotic. But to some people, like, just got that this logical. But then to the whole like middle class of fucking Britain, Boris Johnson is that person. Boris well, Johnson just doesn't identify with all the young people. Yeah, that's like that. So. Because he's a bit silly, man. Well, in, obviously not the me. He's very stressed. Oh well, yeah, he's very stressed right now. But, but, but he's, original he, he, he can't, he can't show. He can't show that side to him. At the going minute. down on the zip oh, what's line. What's he doing? Yeah, doing or kicking a child over. He can't have any of that at the minute. No, you know? it's all got to be very. It's, yeah, it's got to be looking uh, dead into the camera yeah. while he's got a needle I think in his tired. arm. Tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. What I think is thinking about the perfect prime minister. 
is impossible. It's silly. It's, it's a silly thing. It's I just impossible. Want you to it's like it's it. like looking for the perfect woman. Like you know, <laughs> that's a just impossible. That is. Well, I I like you know to what subscribe mean? to the idea. You know what I mean? Like, agreed. You, you I agree. Oh, this is. I you think this, you know. This, this, you think this, you know. Nah, I know what you mean. Maybe right. we should accept Boris. Accepted for all his fl- flaws and frills. We did choose him. I think we choose I didn't already. choose him. I've not voted in a long time. But I, well, I didn't, I didn't choose him. I, um, the majority of us did. I believe in yeah. a sort of council. There's wiggles though, isn't there? There's wiggles. I, enjoy, I believe in a council. Democracy. Sort of approach. You know, like a council of elders that should rule society. With, with than, uh, robes and... And sticks. Something like that. Just <laughs> yeah, it's really like, along those lines. A group that should rule instead of one individual. And yeah. a general consensus it, should be come to. I don't, but I'm not... It's not going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You could you be can a, try and a political try. candidate. I don't enjoy uh, anyone if, telling me that's not going to happen. What? Normally when people tell me that's not going to happen, that becomes a mission yeah. objective to make that happen. Just to prove that. But I think you can. So like, look, let's not. I mean, I think you can. You got that fucking the speech. You've got the voice. It's just it all would happen. Let's not. You don't. You, <laughs> you don't have to do it, but I'm. I'm saying. I mean, you got to try. Yeah. You, you got to put your fingers in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's phase yeah. three of my plan. Yeah. I'm only in Dip phase in. one right now. Dip in, yeah. in and out. By well, saying this, we've we've. Ellis. Yeah. Well, hang on. Go on. I was just about to say, by saying this, we've, um, what's the word? We've compromised his three-step plan. You actually have. I'm sorry. Compromised? No, you, uh, you actually know what the third step of my plan is. Yeah, I mean. It's put, I, it involves putting a microphone into the stratosphere and trying to record all the people. I thought it was the Bible, the oh, film. It's, it's <laughs> crazy. That. Yeah, yeah. crazy. That's phase two. That's phase two. Phase two. We're in phase one, music. Yeah. Audible. That's <laughs> the right. sense I'm attacking now. Then I'm going to go through the senses. Religion. Yeah. I'm trying to bring an attack upon people's senses. <laughs> Touch. What are you going to go for that one? The fluids. Well, that's like the third one where I'm going to mm. put a microphone in the sky and get everyone to physically be involved in an experiment. So, what about the sixth sense? Now that we will what? only find in death. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned for more. <laughs> Martin, give give us our uh, you know g- g- your closing spiel. Give us a rundown, Martin. Look, you both need to calm the fuck down. Sorry, I'm sorry, mate. Yeah, look, look mate. Look, look, mate. I'm look, sorry. Mate. I've had a couple beers. Look, yeah, you've had a couple. I've beers. had a couple beers. Been a bit rowdy. I've had I've had a bit of a. Yeah, I'll I'll make, make Bradley's, Bradley's here now. Out. Bradley's a guy that comes look, about. Look, mate, look, you, mate. You've had a few. I just want Maybe. to know what, like, your closing thoughts of the film was, okay, yeah, mate? Come on, don't just, be stupid. Don't, don't, don't be, be sad, Don't yeah. be silly. Just, just tell me. What, what are your closing <laughs> thoughts of the film? This is audible drivel. What did you <laughs> think of the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what was your closing thoughts? What, what my closing thoughts? All right, this is my baseline thought. Okay, here we go. Film was in black and white. I don't... I don't feel much about that. That's the first thing that came into my head. The the film, I, I enjoyed it. I don't regret watching it at all. I think it was great. Uh, I thought it was relatively funny in parts as well. I've learnt from this conversation, f- from having watched the film, and mm. that was a great experience. I'd say I'd give it, the film itself, a solid 
seven. But I am quite critical. It sounds like your initial <laughs> impression. It sounds like you've superseded your initial impressions at any rate. Yeah. So like black and white old film, you were like, well, this is this could be like actual shit. Yeah. But you've come away with something. Absolutely. So like... And if you, I feel like for me, if you can come away with anything from a film, that's a good thing. I thought you know? you'd like watching politicians acting silly. Yeah. That was what I thought Alice would get from this. And it was film. it was a great it was a great film. You know? What was your great closing film? thoughts, Jacqueline? No, no, you go next. <laughs> no, what no. you mean? No, no, it's not taking turns. I got something planned. He's got a big finale. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, well, as Alice was saying earlier, I wouldn't. Re- it wouldn't be my pick of the litter if I was to watch a film. Meow. But it was solid comedy. I would also give it a 7 out of 10. I'm glad that you found it funny. I love, because obviously when we first started doing this podcast, you, you, you kind of general vibe around older films, anything pre-2000, you were kind of like, I don't really want to watch that. But I feel like we've broached into... Yeah. I've shown you some films from that era that stand up today sort of thing or, or, yeah, or at least watch yeah. them but like at the same time it, it's I'm still sort of in that like space but I will do it do you know what I mean like mm. if it's for a podcast I would I just want to see what my you do anything comes. for a podcast really. that's right you? yeah there's nothing you to do and don't you forget <laughs> it okay anyway it made you smile yeah, maybe, yeah, definitely made me smile, and it was more. Made like, you smile. It made yeah. you smart. No smile. Oh, nice. Yeah. So like, yeah. putting that into the whole situation of it being like a military thing, it just it felt good. That's all I gotta say. Agreed. What did you think, Olin? Go on. I'm really happy that I got to watch this film with my friends, and I'm also really Aww. happy that. I get to talk about it to you wonderful listeners because it displays a couple of things that I inherently believe on an everyday basis and that I think about. Number one is that the upper management of not just this country, but probably the country you're listening in wherever you are, although, yes, there's probably lots of wonderful things that are bought to you via your government they are still all humans and problems are solved in the exact way that you solve problems on an everyday basis. So there's no magic to any of these people, these characters that you see in, in the media or in the, in the press. They are human just like you. And then number two, just thinking about a character like Dr. Strangelove, the idea that we as people from the UK won the world wars or that Britain is in any way a sort of superior country due to its monarchy or standing in the world might not be as secure and and truth true as one might think we're very little aren't we we're little well, we're only a tiny little island yeah. and I think mm. we've overcompensated for we that. have <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. I think we've not yeah. been hot shit since like 1980. Yeah. Like that was the last scramble of Britain actually having like some sort of discernible power. And now, now, in now we're pee pee poo poo. It's fucking 
dying mm. and good riddance. Like we're yeah. we're we're moving into a new sort of era of of what it means to be British, and it's it's really exciting. Um, but yeah, that's why I was really excited about this film. But we normally end our episodes here at It's Not That Deep, bro, with a, a musical number and having someone oh. like Ellis Turner in the room with such a musical repertoire available. He's in Heart Source. He's in Dad Jokes. And when we had Dan, your fellow bandmate on, mm-hmm. in both those bands. What did he do? Well, we uh, we requested a brand new Dad Jokes song. Okay. And uh, that podcast will actually be going out on Wednesday and I think they're finishing that up. Well, you, you wait, wait, what's this? Yeah, we've got we're we're debuting a brand new dad joke song on Wednesday. Oh right, yeah, you are nice. <laughs> oh fucking hell, better get it started. <laughs> well, it's the one you've been working on, I think. Oh yeah, nice, nice, yeah. yeah. But cool. I, what I was going to ask you for for this episode is that I know that you, well, I think it's you and your your drummer in Heart Source that, yeah. that puts the most time into these compositions. But I know that you do jazz covers of your songs in heart wow. sauce that you've gone you've, you've done your research you have yeah. you know he always I, gets his research and this is like every a, time. on behalf every of every time it's like a deep deep cut from I like the, it I like it we need more people like you in the world from the heart sauce dad jokes universe so I would love um a reharmonization of uh, one of our songs a reharmonization of one of your songs to end this episode out with it, if, on behalf of Ewan and behalf of the the rest of the gang I'd be absolutely honoured to uh, assist you with that. I mean, it's up to your... uh, It's up to you which one you choose. Okay. um, It'll be listed in the episode's description. But yeah, go check out Heart Source. Um, They are the band that performed the original of what you'll be hearing and the new jazz version. And then go check out Dad Jokes, who... Oh, some rabble rousing. Uh, it's naughty boys. It's naughty pants. boy music, really. <laughs> yeah. So you've got the smooth sounds of heart sauce and the the rabble rousing of dad jokes to to go enjoy. Check that out on Instagram and Spotify and all the places where you might want to check out the people that make music in your life. And just thank you so much for having you on, Alice. Thank you for having me. Uh, honestly, it's been great. I hope you've enjoyed great. it. I've had so much fun. You know, so much. I'm fun. glad Thanks. you have. Thank you as well. Martin, thank you, Martin. Oh, thank welcome. you, Oland. It's it's okay. It's a, it's a mutual thank you. I get it. We're all fine. We're all That's fine. It. You're fine. That's I'm it. fine. It, what was that off? What was that? The film yeah. was right. So you're, you're fine. fine. I'm fine. fine. I think and you're fine. It's so great that we're all fine. I you know, think this film's gonna grow on you guys. You're yeah. See how much it sticks with you. I like I like a film. Yeah, yeah, I like a film. I yeah. like a film. Yeah. A film. Yeah. Bit of a film nerd myself. Yeah. It's a great film. Yeah, I might watch yeah. another one at some point. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That's a possibility. I've been Oland. Please check me out on Spotify and Apple Music and uh, Oland underscore on Instagram um, for all everything that I've got going on music-wise. Martin? Do some skipping, aren't you, Martin? I am. Still I, am the, I am on the road to world champ still. Uh, you can follow me. I'm Martin Diverge. That's D-U-V-E-R-G-E on Instagram. And follow us on our Instagram account at M-I-P-L-T-D. We also got a website, M-I-P-L-T-D.org to to tell us what we're doing. So just come over, see what we're doing, see what's coming in the future. 
We'll love to hear all your thoughts in the comments. Tell us what you thought of the film. What's going on? And keep uh, on keeping on, on. Yeah, and on that note, any words, peace. words of wisdom from Alice Turner? Uh, you can fool them. Some of you can fool you can you can fool some of the people some of t- some of the times, but you can't fool. Wait, what is it? What do you know? You can the, fool some, some of, of the people, people some of the, of the times, time, but, but you can't fool all the people all the time. All of the time. Uh,